1: Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass.
0: We are three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones.
2: Coming right back at you folks with part two of Jackass Forever.
0: And it was quite quite a nice part one, didn't you think? I, yes. I did think. I did think. I gotta say, I'm. I think my favorite part of the week... Is when we record this podcast, not the whole process of recording because you guys drive me nuts, but in the Mm -hmm. very beginning when we first start out is looking at Chris to see what his reaction (laughs) is going to be when Jay's reading off the intro is my favorite thing. It's just the greatest. There's a lot of.
2: There's a lot of panic in my mind going Always. on, and I have no idea until the absolute second it comes out of my mouth. I was thinking about going robot again today, <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I just rewatched that episode. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want the shit today. You know, so fair, fair. I was like, you know, I, th- I think this was pretty natural.
0: I think it was, it's it's also the like the finger guns that you do, and the, you like do a little bit of a thing, and then you lean into it a little bit more. You sometimes. notice the finger guns today? Eh? That was my first time. Well, I know, I know, I I uh, I, I like it, Chris. I think you're leaning into the uh, the intro energy, and it's it's working for me. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad oh, to be back coffee, Mikey.
1: that's nice mm. yes I'm, I'm so glad to see you both again and glad we're doing this shit again i'm jackass part two man it's going to be great. Um, this movie has been. Well, a Jackass forever,
0: Jackass forever part two. We should clarify because last week, hey, if you're if you're tuning into this podcast for the first time, uh, we're going through in sequence Jackass forever. The movie, it's going to be a stunt by stunt breakdown, but we're breaking it up into four or more parts, depending on how much we can get through. We w- yeah. we barely made it through four stunts in the last one. I know we did Jackass <laughs> one and two uh, in four episodes each. But, man, we're just having too much fun. There's too much nostalgia attached to this movie that I think it's hard to talk about it without talking about everything it means to us as well.
2: And you know what? It's good to get here before we lose listeners because Mikey makes terrible jokes. (laughs) um, (laughs) (laughs) Except for the yellow cab joke. That was top notch. I got so much comments on that. (laughs) I totally forgot about it. I was watching the reels that Mikey put together. It just blew my mind. But um, I do want to say it is official jackass 4.5 is coming out soon baby so i think we're rolling hopefully if the timing aligns we're rolling right from this into 4.5 so we got some fresh content coming stuff that no one's seen or has just seen hopefully at the time and yeah well guys not just jackass
0: 4.5 but we got the jackass tv series as well that we could that we're gonna have to talk about when that comes out you heard about that chris right no,
1: I didn't. You didn't, didn't, hear they you didn't get this? me that. Really? No, they
0: didn't get me that news in the jungle, man. No, I, didn't, the jungle, I, didn't even, right. I didn't even
1: fucking hear this either, man. I've been out of the loop, so please. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah no, they, they greenlit
0: a new Jackass TV series. Ah. When it comes out, who knows? But it's very clear that the old crew are going to be involved, but okay. that it's probably going to be more of a passing of the torch uh, uh, continuation, just like what we saw in Jackass Forever.
1: I kind of felt like that was coming, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Can't get rid of us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> eh, it's not really for me. take it or leave it no i we fucking predicted that by the way go back and listen to the we did i I don't even know what episode that was but we talked about that hey guess what when we left you last time in part one it was silence of the lambs Mm -hmm. and how fitting that as we launch back into our second revisit of jackass forever that we're getting lubed up for the slip and slide get the lotion on the skin boys get it on Get the
0: lotion on the skin nothing beats a good slip and slide are you kidding me you know what, That's like a, my
1: favorite genre of Best porn. summertime activity. <laughs> and, and favorite Describe, genre of porn, yes. <laughs>
0: Describe what a slip and slide porn is. is. You mean just oiled up? Oiled up, man. Oiled, okay. oiled asses. You know, I love like the reverse body slide. The reverse like one, body slide? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know what it was
2: either until I was at a rub and tug one day and she's like, Do you want the reverse rub, uh, reverse, reverse body slide? I'm like, I don't know what that
1: is, but fucking sign me up. <laughs> all right, all right. I kind of pictured when you said uh, like a porn genre, you got. Uh, probably the female, but I guess you could go male to male. I'm not discriminating. Uh, sitting at the end of the slip and slide, spread eagle, and then you got the other guy goes in on his knees and oh my God. does the slip and slide, you know? <laughs> or, or, aim you go at the top.
2: or you go at the top and you just lock in so you know you're not fucking getting bounced off could each other. You lock in. You know what I mean? Which go, is you... a
1: strategy we see right here in this sketch. The lock in. We <laughs> get that. Uh, the lock in. <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, listen, guys, this is an exciting first moment for these new guys because this is where you get the a a moment that stood out to me when i saw it in the theaters where you get uh zach and jasper and they're so excited that they're about to do a jackass stunt that they ask politely can i say my name first yes and they do the whole hi i'm zach i'm jasper and this is body surfing so i just thought that was that was cute i like it was was
0: cute but it was weird because they almost like didn't want jasper to say it they almost said no at one point he's like fuck i'm gonna say it anyway and he's i'm like thankfully he did like you you need it you need him to be saying that well, but uh- it's quite the exact
2: opposite of what poop, how poopies handled it he's like they just look at him they're like the camera's on him. he's like i'm poopies big time movie star and they yes. all just burst out into laughter <laughs> i'm like fucking poopies like literally was born to be a jackass member like he fits yeah. in instantaneously there's no transition period he just flows with the whole scene like yeah
0: i totally agree we've only been ripped
2: off that he just got part of it now because if he was part of it during the heyday imagine the things that we would have seen
0: it's well i mean look we just announced that there's gonna be or we just announced we just talked about the fact that there's going to be a new uh jackass tv series we're going to end up seeing this much more from him right like there's there's no way around it and we just know that and if if this movie did anything for us it it shows Mm -hmm. us kind of who's going to be next in line. And we've talked about it a thousand times over. Poopies is the new Johnny Knoxville. If, if there is such a thing.
2: Oh, I did some detective work
0: or okay. I noticed something.
2: I'm actually pretty smart sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So did you notice what Steve was wearing in the sketch?
0: Uh, You'll notice bandana? it a
2: few times. Yeah, exactly. So he had the glasses and the bandana on. Yeah. So when listening to his podcast, I put a few pieces together over here. So something that I guess we're going to probably see in 4.5 is he had to get his eyebrows shaped again and he was right, really, self, right? I remember him talking about it and he was really self conscious about it, especially this time. He was talking about how bitter he was about it, how much he hated it. So I, you'll notice that's always, whenever he has the bandana and the glasses, it's always covering his brow. So I have a feeling that in this, and there's probably three or four other sketches that we go through in the movie where he's, very clearly covering his eyebrows. So yes. I have a feeling that's because of the old, uh, the old shaving of the brows and he did not want to be on the big screen like that. Maybe he's that's getting a little vain point. in his old age.
0: Cause I, I noticed you absolutely uh, uh, can see that he's got shaved eyebrows. I know another one of the stunts is when he lights the underwater fart later on in the movie. And he clearly, you can see like he's got no eyebrows there, but we don't get to yeah. see what caused that in this movie. So I guess, yeah, hopefully fingers crossed holding out for jackass 4.5. We get to, uh, we get to see what happens. It would be nice. Anyways, to enough find with the backstories,
1: Jay. Break yeah. it down, baby. Okay, break it down. Uh, listen, I I realize once you get going on this slip and slide, which is like I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know measurements. I'm like about at Chris's uh, math level, uh, which is probably about a grade <laughs> two or three, right, Chris? <laughs> no, math's the only thing I'm smart at. <laughs>
2: okay, talking, <so. laughs> talking, and and English, book learning, and all that jazz. Not so much <laughs> math.
1: So I'm pretty i pretty good. I set out to insult you and I only ended up insulting myself. So there we go. My math isn't the greatest thing right now. Listen, it's it's a mile long? Can we just call it a mile long even though it's not even close? Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a mile long. Okay, mile. perfect. So it's a the mile, mile long, long body slide. And uh it's on an incline, too. This isn't just a flat plane. They ain't doing this out in the prairies of Saskatchewan, let me tell you. This is yeah. some downhill slip and slide. They've got all the lube on this thing that you could ask for. And I realize once you get going, you can't really do shit about it. Like, even once you just start sliding a few feet down the slide, you're fucked. Like, nothing's stopping you. Um, That's so and I true. just love I didn't even watching the sense of panic. Yeah, once they go over that lip, there's just a sense of panic in every guy that, like, It's like joy and panic just combined as you watch them take this thing on. Uh, I do love that it doesn't take long for them to do the jackass tradition of bringing out the props and different methods of going down. We've got the surfboard with poopies. Um, We do get the lock-in that we talked about earlier. We got one guy on top of the other. But I think my favorite is the horse race where you got a guy in the ass of the horse and a guy in the front. Full on horse and costume. Eric Minaca,
0: I think, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That looked like fun. Uh, what, what was your guy's favorite uh, special feature here?
0: So this is actually kind of interesting to me. I, I don't know. I know, I know that's kind of the instinct is like, Hey, look, they dressed up as a horse and they dressed up or they went down on a, a surfboard and all that stuff. But I don't know that that was my favorite part of this. I kind of like the simple, like things that kind of go on by happenstance. Like the best part of this stunt was when Jasper accidentally slides down the hill and can't stop himself and like the look of resignation in his face when he realized he's like past the event horizon of, of that slope it just <laughs> keeps on going down and down and down was amazing but here's yeah. here's a worry that i have and i guess i'll put this to you guys but like the new this is more of a, a question about the new members of jackass and I'll look specifically to Eric Menaka in the front of the horse and poopies in the back uh, uh, for, the, for the back of the horse, which, again, I'll say poopies in the back is something that we should say way more often on this podcast when they, they kind of link up on the on the horse. And they start to go down they immediately separate as though they're kind of like worried about what's going to happen when they when they land i feel like the old crew of jackass would have leaned into it in spite of the fact that they were going to get hurt like they knew how to sell a fall and maybe it's just going to take time but did you guys get that sense that they were kind of pulling away from the stunts a little bit at times
2: yeah i did, yeah, I did a little bit but I also don't want to take away credit from like Zach ass, for example, who definitely doesn't pull away from stunts, mm-hmm. but it, it I guess it's just all depends on what's going on. And, you know, maybe, you know, we are dealing with some older fellas. I think even the jackass members themselves were pulling away a little bit come this movie, to be completely honest.
0: Maybe, but they like, if anyone could, it's, it's the older crew, right? Like these yeah. are the younger guys who need to be proving itself. I think, and we talked about this, you know, Eric Menaka gets introduced in this, uh, in this movie, But I think in most with one exception, which is the stunt, the interstitial where he's he's biking into the the painted (laughs) thing, like he commits to that and it's great. But there are a couple points in the movie where he kind of stops and he gathers himself and then he goes back and commits. But that initial moment of like, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. I'm just going to commit. I feel like he pulls away almost more than anyone in this.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I don't I don't know how easy it is to commit to when you're on a fucking (laughs) <laughs> All right, just to just to bring bring this back up, a one mile slip and slide uh, <laughs> covered in lube. But yeah, I, I could see where you're pulling that from though, Mikey, because I, I kinda wondered it could just be first time jitters, but yeah, I, I don't know. I like when you're on a fucking air inflated tube on the lakes of some rural fucking Alberta you know fucking uh, campground or something and your dad's got the speedboat and you're trying to hang on for dear life to your brother on the other side of the inner tube do you try to do you try to eject him or do you try to hang on for dear life i don't know i don't know i think when you when you're, when you're terrified um are, are you really thinking about these things? Are you thinking, is it like a self-preservation thing maybe? It, it is, know.
0: but I think that's the difference between what I would be like on Jackass. Cause I'm a fucking pansy. Like, of course I'm going to pull away, but I don't want to watch a movie of myself in Jackass. You know, you kind of want to see that evil Knievel daredevil mentality yeah. in these guys. And I think we, we kind of missed a little bit, a bit of that in this one.
1: Good point. Yeah. I'm definitely I'm good, good, good at the cool pull out point. game. Pull out game wrong. Go. I think that is a good a point to stop and rate this stunt let's all pull out shall we um chris you want to pull out first what's your rating on this one um i
2: i liked it it was a good introduction to all the new guys i know there's we've had a little bit of criticism for it, but i mean this was the first kind of thing where we kind of had everybody together it had that kind of vibe to it i i enjoyed this quite a bit i loved seeing that the carnage i love seeing them go from a lube to covered in dirt I don't know. just something that gets me off. I was going to
0: say, holy moly. <laughs> yeah. That's very specific.
2: So yeah, I know. I found that genre the other night. That's why uh, my computer's probably not working very well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, 6.9 out of 10.
1: Okay. Jay, what about you? Yeah, I slip inside was all right, but I think there's better things in the movie um, overall. It was fun to see the, The eagerness of the new guys getting to say their name on camera, like I mentioned, and just, you know, being so giddy about it it was funny, but overall, not my favorite thing. I'd probably just give it a solid six out of 10.
0: Six out of 10. Yeah, I'm even a little bit lower than you guys on this one. I think it was a good concept, but it just felt almost like a proving grounds and I didn't need to be privy to that uh i, I kind of wanted to see more of a finished product although the greatest moment of this i know i mentioned jasper losing his moment or, or gaining momentum and going to the side the, the greatest thing was watching zach ass flying through the air in slow motion that was fucking mesmerizing like to see all that movement in slow motion and him get that much air that was nice uh, i'm gonna give this one though a uh, kind of a, a middling five out of ten
1: right on right on and Mark and Mikey. <laughs> Cool. Well, Chris, how about going from covered in lube and dirt to being covered in bees? <laughs> Stevo <laughs> is about to do a, a bee stunt that has it's it's a bee stunt unlike any bee stunt that's been bee stunted before. Uh, did I say bee stunt enough times? <laughs> Listen, cool. Let's do this, guys. It's a brown box they've got, and this brown box is very special. You know, I think I, we I, all hit I found a of special brown day, boxes but. in my life. <laughs> 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 well done. I think there comes a point in all of our lives, boys, where we meet that special someone. We just want to get down on one knee, preferably when they're standing on an elevated platform with their wang out, and, uh, you know, pop the question, open that little brown box, and present the Queen Bee. Stevo is going to place this Queen Bee, not on his ring finger, though. <laughs> this is a different kind of ring finger altogether, I might say. He's going to put this thing on his cock, and I love that it is basically a cock ring with like a little container for the queen bee to you know to chill out in on his wiener. And uh, luckily, they've also got an entire colony of bees that happen to love their mom very, very much and are going to do anything to protect her. Put two and two together here. This is the I don't want to call it a beer to bees because it's not. It's <laughs> I don't know if there's a better way to describe this, but he's about to have a a big dick full of bees. And uh, when here's, here's this my... came up, I I was just. Here's my like question. Sorry, it
0: is. It is very steve But here's the here's the one thing that I, I find very strange about this one. When you think of man Mansca- or when you think of Steve-O, I just stepped on my own joke. When you think of steve you think of Manscaped these days. He advertises, advertises it 20 times in every one of his podcasts. You'd think he could have done some clipping before he hangs major dong in this episode or this movie because he's <laughs> not he's not clean at all. Like, what he's is that? About? Man. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's,
0: that's actually yeah. a very good point. Yeah, Manscapes they're they're watching him just like, "Hey, I thought we had the right guy. What happened here?" Yeah.
2: Well, and he was doing a thing where he was saving up his pubes to to turn himself into um like to make like a uh, what's it called, a Sasquatch suit out of pubes. <laughs> oh, and then he actually had a whole party because he couldn't he was doing it for so long and just wasn't getting anywhere, so he got a shape a pube shaving party sponsored by Manscaped I think, oh. and to, to collect for the suit that he had going on. So maybe this was like as he's trying to build up to actually produce for his uh his
0: costume okay that actually would make a little bit more sense where um,
1: the fuck are you storing like <laughs> uh, sasquatches worth <laughs> 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 i that doesn't that's i don't steve you're you're a gem buddy you're a gem I he love probably you. had it in a nice brown box Chris is go. Chris and
0: Chris and the color brown is the theme of this like you know how Sesame Street has like their their letter of the day Chris is the color of the day and it's brown he just keeps no, doing like, it up. My
2: kid, we don't watch Sesame Street we're not trying to find out what the little kids are doing these days
0: <laughs> well they're definitely not <laughs> watching this movie because there's a, a just a huge like framed for the big screen Steve-O's dong in this one which still yeah. kind of amazes me that he's so blatantly hanging dong in this one but it's also so funny how confidently we Man, like when when johnny's like how are we going to get all the bees to steve-o's dick and we man steps onto the scene like a fucking bee expert and he's got the answer like ready to go he's like he's like follow my lead guys i got this where's the queen and they <laughs> just like they were like steve where did that
2: come from it's amazing i love how much bigger they made it look they're like we're gonna make your dong look real nice you know it's yeah. like really hanging after a while like those it's, bees i don't know it's so weird
0: it's really hanging there uh, uh it is yeah What about all the cuts back to poopies that we get? Who's just like not comfortable around the bees. Like he's, he's constantly like dodging them, like trying to like uh, slip them and like counter counter right hook. He's like all the time, my favorite moments in this, because this, I think, I think the concept of this one is very good, but do we get the payoff? It kind of remains to be seen a little bit. We'll talk about that in a bit, but when they kept cutting back to poopies, getting stung, that to me was like the best part of, of the whole thing.
2: Well, the funny thing is like you, you like, uh, bees that i understand like they don't just sting people for no reason but like immediately steve is getting stung on the fucking dick like you hear him screaming and that's not a fake
0: scream. that I, is a that, fucking i was wor- i was wondering about that yeah, i was they wondering show, they if he was the, just selling it no they showed the bites after yeah by the end yes they he definitely took a couple stings
1: I, wonder, I think he took more than a couple. He he was fucking, did you see that situation that was going on there? It was real snuffleupagus type of situation. <laughs> like, like, that thing was just fucking drooping and bouncing around. Like there were so many bees crawling all over him. He had to have gotten like multiple stings.
0: I wonder uh, if it has to do with like the pheromones around a ball sack where the bees are like, Yo, what's our queen doing around this thing? I'm going to, I'm going to insert myself into this situation. Literally.
1: Yeah. It's like when you get, uh, your mom starts dating a new, uh, <laughs> a new stepdaddy <laughs> like, i'm not so sure about this guy What <laughs> that's what
0: the bees did jay is that what you did
1: what you mean did you did chris, i didn't even catch i caught half of what chris said and it sounded like to my ears he said did you put your dick inside him you and got I'm just it right. how, how is that like a measurement of uh his you know validity as a as a future parent just you know you I tell mean, us, Jimmy, you're if the one he, who's doing he, it. Yeah. If he you can't, can't take the coffee, he's gotta get out, you know? If he can't values. take the coffee, he's gotta stop. I think like on a list of things, it's gotta be at least a number three, but I wouldn't put it at the top. I mean, you know, um and, and, and hey, if he wants if he wants part of the family, he's he can't just receive, like he's gotta give a little too, you know. That's I mean And can't all be one-sided. So that's true. Uh, talking about receiving though, look at Steve O here and uh when he's he is screaming, I wanna I wanna focus on that for a second because you guys You kind of have, you know, there's two sides of the argument here. Mikey thinks that maybe he was putting it on a little bit, where Chris thinks that was all authentic. I lean more towards the Chris territory because, I mean, just think of how sensitive your dick is. I mean, come on. If a bee stinger goes in there, like I've been stung behind the ears, I've been stung on the arms and legs before, that fucking hurts. Yes. So I can't imagine... I just can't see any reality where he was putting that on in my mind. I,
0: I agree. No, I do think, especially at the end when they show, even if he had three B stings and is not sack and it's clear he had more than that. Um, I, I, it it becomes clear that he was actually feeling pain. Although I feel like Steve O's gotten really good at knowing how to sell a stunt, like how, like his screams are primal and immediate. Like, is was it a little bit of both kind of, you know, it's like when when I'm when I'm editing the videos for this podcast and I'm putting together the thumbnails, um, it's impossible to get a facial expression out of Chris because he doesn't he's not playing to the camera. He's just like, look at him right now. Look at him. Just sitting there. Just sitting there. Yeah. This is this is more for a YouTube audience. I on the other hand am always like going out of the way to be expressive and some people We're hate that yourself
2: on the fucking back and look at the thumbnail pictures how much more expressive mine are than yours I always have the crazy face so I don't know what the what fuck, are fuck are you're talking you about talking? okay alright all right. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's, it's, it's always it's always just like harder to get and I, I think that's like he's a performer now like he knows that when he's on camera it isn't just about feeling the pain and we talk about this yeah. in like season 3 of Jackass how you know you get like the crayfish diaper and he's just like what like he's not giving us anything and it's like well then why am I going to care if he were to do the crayfish diaper now it would be an entirely different story
2: it's a pretty good point but I don't know why you had to drag me into this fucking <laughs> <laughs> now I'm all bitter now I'm just going to fucking stay straight face for the rest of the time give you an extra couple of hours of searching for the thumbnail
0: fine I'll just I'll just get your worst looking I'll get it when you were when you were setting up your camera at the beginning from like a deep underneath like from your belly button <laughs> up to your face that's what I'm going to use as the thumbnail now
2: then we won't be brothers anymore <laughs> <laughs>
0: well guys do you want to give this one a rating i mean he had thousands of bees on his ball sack and i feel like uh that warrants a rating for this one uh jay you yeah, want to
1: lead us sure. off okay well i think with this one the ball sack full of bee stingers has to get at least a solid seven ah no you know what? i'll even give it an eight out of ten i actually really like this one just because oh, wow the visual I think sticks in my mind so strongly of that fucking bead like snuffleupagus situation that I referenced is like, it's the way it just droops and hangs. It, it like flows. It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of it's like those, those stereograms, you know, those 3d pictures that if you stare at long enough, it kind yes, of pops out yes, at you. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. got a flow and a waviness to it that I really like. <laughs> and Devo for doing this in the first place, because it probably hurt like a bitch. And I just think overall, this is a great, like steve-o didn't have a whole lot of spotlight in the movie right you think about it uh it was good that he had this moment so i really enjoyed it for that
0: true chris what about you um
1: i'm gonna go
2: surprisingly with a four out of ten for the four inches of penis mikey's packing (laughs) okay Okay. not, not not a fan of this one eh? how come no i mean it was just it was lackluster is my word like I, I did like the poopies part. I just, I don't know. It just didn't really resonate with me in any, any ways. You know what I mean? It was just, it is what it is. Like I understand the fear and the pain value and the, all that different stuff that came around, but it just, I just didn't do it for me. Four out of 10.
0: Yeah. I actually agree with you a hundred percent, Chris. I think again, there's something to the idea of this one, but think about like later on in the movie, we get uh danger Aaron with the, with the bear coming in and they like lather them up with honey and salmon and and they make a big show out of it there wasn't any of that in this one. There wasn't any circumstance to it. So it kind of comes and goes and you're like, oh, that was it. Like, I feel like they could have done more to it. I'm, I'm right there with you, Chris, with a four out of 10 for the amount of uh, inches I'm my, my
1: packing. <laughs> well, if you put two and two together, I mean, we could, it might actually be pretty impressive. You that's know? true. That's, that's why true. girls like the brother tag team. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> that's all you need. Um, now, if only there was a way to like stick them together and oh wait. Yeah. They call that docking. There's a way to do that. There you go. You're you're covered, guys. Nothing to worry about. We got about. it. We got it. Listen, this next sketch, I really feel like boys, and I think you'll agree that Jackass is really the Seinfeld of our generation, is it not? I mean, think about it. Seinfeld had the end of its run as the new millennium was, you know, on the horizon. And then Jackass comes out. It really is a show about nothing, after all. I mean, there's really no point. This the segments are just here to entertain and there's no you know, there's no continuity. It's just a show about nothing. So I think when you see this next sketch, and you think, "Wow, how 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 much of a sketch about nothing can we make?" I think this is the one in the movie that that hits that um target for me most. This is Irvin Zisman, mm. Irving Zisman, Johnny Knoxville's old man character, all up in the makeup and everything, ready to go. They're just gonna go furniture shopping, and <laughs> uh, hijinks are gonna ensue. Like there's really, I felt like this one in particular. I was really stoked to see what was going to happen. I was excited and then it happened and it kind of fell flat for me, but let's talk about it a little bit here. And um, I, I, first of all, I don't,
0: I don't want to move right past what you just said about the Seinfeld thing. That's a really good point because I think like for, for our specific generation, What people liked about Seinfeld was it was a show about nothing, right? It was a show about nothing. Oh, that's what me and my friends do. And those are the conversations we get into. uh, Jackass was a show about the shit you get up to with your friends when no one else is around. And there was that weird like, oh, shit, other people have weird ass conversations in lives just like I do. And you realize that we all have this shared experience. There's actually something to that, Jay. I think that's a really good point.
1: Why, thank you. Hi, Hi, my name's Kramer, and this is stand-up comedy. <laughs> oh,
0: guys, turn your phones off. <laughs> turn your phones off immediately. We don't want to see how this ends.
1: All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, um, furniture shopping. Can we talk about furniture shopping? Let's here?
0: let's talk about it. I like the setup. The premise is that Johnny's there in his in his classic Irving Zisman makeup, uh, and he's going to go. Uh, they they've got a plant in there, which is Zach Ass, a, a new employee who's helping hang a banner, and uh, and Rachel Wolfson, who is is uh, Johnny Knoxville, Irving Zisman's uh, grand granddaughter. Now here's the thing. The premise is that Johnny's going to be going around testing new furniture as Irving Zisman. And there's one piece of furniture he's going to lay down on, which is like one of those blobs. I don't know what they call them, but you see them on lakes all the time at like summer camps where one person sits on one end. It's like this giant inflatable thing. Someone jumps on the other end and it pushes the other person up super high and they land in the water. My question is this. Who in the right mind, who's working at a furniture store, comes into work one Sunday afternoon and sees that there and thinks, "Yeah, that's definitely a piece of furniture that we've sold before." What is that thing supposed to be yeah. in the first well, place? They made they made it look like
2: a couch, like like not, not a couch, really. but like a giant. It was like brown. A, no, it was brown. Like a giant
0: beanbag, kind of. But.
2: To, too- to- to be honest i literally never thought about that for one second it seemed like it fit right in for me
0: really okay maybe yeah. maybe uh maybe i'm just i know you're I'm a little
2: sure. too fucking smart but you know the rest of us fucking <laughs> plebeians <laughs> or or whatever the hell they're
1: called <laughs> oh, <Chris. laughs> plebeians?
2: i don't know what you guys are talking about like jason <laughs> fell flat flat to me i fucking erupted yeah. flung okay. through the fucking roof well yeah, chris why I mean, don't
0: you okay. explain what what how how he ends up flying yeah so, you Jackass is
2: up there fixing a light or doing something along those lines. And he's on this like elevated platform and he falls backwards onto the launching zone. And Zistman, aka Johnny Knoxville, literally flies into the roof. To yeah. the fact that I think that they didn't expect him to go that high. I agree. I agree. And- He crashed into the roof and they're, they're like, you They're interviewing like the people like they're they're not interviewing, but you see the people talking like he went into the roof. He literally (laughs) went into the fucking roof. Like you you say a fall flat. He fell flat on his face after flying into a fucking roof. Like all the dust comes out. I I, imagine just, for one second, like maybe you would have picked up on it, but you're in a store and at the corner of your eye you see an old man <laughs> fucking getting catapulted into the fucking roof. I would I, like I I absolutely love no, it. I can't. Chris, even- I
0: I agree with you. I as much as I find it hilarious that no one picked up on the fact that there's a piece of furniture that's insanely impractical uh, laying in their showroom. I. Th- I still found this fucking hilarious. I thought it was amazing. Like, just like you said, the visual of an old man flying through the ceiling of a furniture store. Like I was on the ground, you know? Yes. <laughs> but imagine they, falling on the ground is one thing. Falling on the roof? That's a whole other thing. That's right? a whole other thing.
1: Yeah. No, you know what? I, I see why you guys are excited.
0: No, I, I, you know, they they kind of add on to it because Rachel Wolfson comes in looking for her grandma. And I think at one point she has the line like, oh, this happens all the time, which is <laughs> really
1: fucking funny. Uh, yeah. like, what do you mean? That's a good line. Your
0: grandpa is constantly shooting through the ceilings of uh, of furniture stores. It's amazing. A simple one. it, It didn't take long. It took a decent amount of coordination, victimless stunts. So they're not act like all, all of the ingredients to this one make for a really solid sketch.
1: Yeah, no, I see where you guys are coming from in terms of it being funny, watching him go into the ceiling like it is but i feel here's always the fucking contrarian here i must once again i feel like this was too telegraphed that's what i i had an issue with is that when it starts you've got zach ass up on the lift he's gonna fall on the pillow and launch knoxville but i'm already wondering when it starts why is he wearing the like the outfit of the store like why why is he employed here wouldn't they be like on you know pick up on that that you know, this guy doesn't belong here. So I'm thinking the store must have been in on it because it just seems too weird. Absolutely. But I I think that's fine.
0: You know, you go to, you (laughs) can't, you can't do this. You can't set up a prank in a furniture store like this without involving the owner of the store or something like that. So that's kind of a given. Uh, and they're probably saying idea. like, here's a new hire. You got this, this new kid, he can help you hang banners all day if you want.
1: <laughs> but I just feel like, you know, to, to read deeper into it, you got the pillow directly under the lift where there's no railing. Like if you work there as a manager, you'd be like, this isn't safe. I should probably move this fucking thing. And like, you know, cause it it just I, I could tell what they were going for. But here's why it's fine. If you have this stuff set up for the sake of the sketch, that's fine. But I think with this type of sketch, when you're about to launch someone through the ceiling, you need the element of surprise. And once I saw that cushion, I already knew before it happened what was about to, to take place here. And I, I will parallel parallel this across. Uh, let's go back to Jackass, the first movie. You guys remember the bank heist? Yes. Where they fall through the yes. ceiling. Yes. Like we didn't know that was gonna happen. Like True. we knew they were sneaking around, but there was no telegraph of like, oh, they're gonna fall through into the room and Chris's favorite fucking guy who takes off running down the street. <laughs> uh, like that whole scenario is just so goddamn funny because it happens instantly and you're like, whoa, what the fuck was that? Whereas with this, I didn't, I didn't have that element of surprise, and because I knew it was coming. It fell flat for me there. Like I didn't uh, feel that. Makes that makes sense.
0: That makes sense. You know, it. I will not, I don't think it was a perfect prank by any means. Uh, I do think that the visual was hilarious and I, d- I did get something out of it, but is it their best prank? No, but I still think it was worth having in the movie. I did enjoy it. And I, even though I agree, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to happen that much yeah. to that extent. Um, which is also kind of oh, why yeah. I wonder like, is this why there's only one of these is because this one was just so much better than anything they could have imagined. Uh, well, it yeah. was
2: great. What, see, like going kind of off what Jay said, it's like I find myself when I'm watching jackass or any pranks in general, I try and put myself in the shoes of the random people there. So yeah, I knew it was, I knew this was going to happen, but as Mikey said, I didn't expect it, the payout to be as good as it was. And then on top of that, I'm just imagining myself being there opposed to watching this movie, expecting something to be happening. So that's kind of how I t- t- like tend to look at these things because I find that a- like a little
1: bit more funny that way. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I got you, And, you know, the, that had to have been a rigged ceiling, right? Like, the way he flew in there, if they hadn't checked first what was on the other side, like fluorescent lights or, you know, I don't know, sharp screws or nails or something... <laughs> Like they had to have known ahead of time. Okay. This needs to be like, have some degree of safety to it. You, you say um, that Jay, but remember on the, um like the,
2: the, the chairs that exploded up, there was no protection where, right where we man flew backwards.
1: So I don't know. what <laughs> They're really I doing over that. here, you know? Well, I think one thing we can all agree on is that he went higher than a moose's caboose.
0: <laughs>
1: Very Canadian Very of you,
0: Jay. You guys want to give this one a rating? I feel like it warrants one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You want me, you want me to jump in
2: there? Yeah, let's go do it. I'm going an eight and a half out of 10. I fucking oh, wow. it. Okay,
1: yeah. nice. Oh, shit, right on. Um, Mikey, you know what?
0: You- I, yeah, I'm, I'm lower than that. I did enjoy it, but I do, I like, everything Jay said, I do agree with. I just don't think that that ruined the stunt for me necessarily. Uh, I think it was worth watching. I'm going with a seven and a half out of 10.
1: Right on. Yeah, obviously, you guys know I'm going to be lower on this one. I didn't hate <laughs> it. I like seeing him fly up in the air, but... Uh, I'm probably gonna do what you guys did on the bees and just go a four out of ten. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, I think there's better things in the movie, but it was, it was good to see him go flying. And uh, Chris is right, though he he fucking went into the ceiling and disappeared for a few <laughs> seconds, which was just just. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the next one Chris already alluded to. This is musical chairs, and this features uh, Rob. Is, is Dry Deck? Dry Deck. Dry Deck. Sorry, Rob Deirdec. I know who he is. i have just you know anyway not important uh i gotta say this guy's energy though is very important we need to spend a moment to just talk about the way he presents like he comes on camera and he's like he's like one of those like uh fucking naturopath healers who would be doing a seminar <laughs> yes. to a room full of like, middle-aged moms who were trying to like fix their chakras or whatever and he's like here today we have the war dogs, and he's touching everybody. War dogs, <laughs> yes, war dogs. And it was so just...
0: creepy. It was awkward. I didn't like it. Oh,
1: dude, I don't know what's up with Rob, but I was just busting up laughing at this. I and, know Chris. Um, Chris
0: is going to be upset because I know Chris likes Rob, but I, uh, similar to uj I had like mega church vibes from him, like like the a pastor at a mega church, like oh, come up on stage, Cynthia, <laughs> Cynthia, <laughs> I've kind heard. of his gimmick, yeah. you know. I know, I know, I know. It just didn't work for me in this for some reason. Cause like, this isn't that, you know, Rob does really good job of like Rob is a marketer and all of his shows are like this, especially something like ridiculousness where he basically just ripped off Daniel Tosh. He knows what works and then he applies his own, uh, accent to it. And I just don't think he needed to do that in jackass, but I don't think you get him without that. So I'm kind of indifferent. It's a wash for me
1: yeah yeah but i mean the thing is he's just here to present he's not actually taking part we have mm. four chairs uh arranged back to back to back in like a i guess a circular pattern and basically what's going to happen here is that uh we've got it's it's we man we've got we man we've got uh dave england right am i not someone help me out here i didn't actually write down the names and i watched this nick marilino was in there for sure <laughs> yeah nick we Marlino. got we got
0: we man jasper nick Merlino, and uh, dave england
1: Okay, right on. So basically the idea is musical chairs. We're going to get up and frolic around the chairs as Knoxville's standing behind the fold-up table with the music. Uh, but what we don't know yet as the viewer is what's going to happen when the music stops and everybody sits down. Everybody is fucking nervous. And as a viewer, I love this because we don't know. We don't know why they're so nervous. We can only guess. And that gets the imagination going. Fucking love that. Uh, what did you guys think?
2: I The best part about it, what, number one, when, you know, even before they do it, uh, Rob's goes, How many How many times are we going to get? And the look of Johnny when he's like, Oh, only one. <laughs> and you're like, Oh my God, what's going to happen? You know? <laughs> and so they build it up from that point on. And then the fact that they didn't do it the first time oh or the God. second time. And yeah. each time the guys get up just a little shakier, a little, and more, a little nervous. more
0: mad. They're mad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I would be so yeah. pissed. Just get it fucking over with. You know, you're going to make me do this fucking shit again. And. Little to our surprise, it wasn't just one person. Every single seat was rigged and they all fucking get blown up.
0: So that was one thing I wanted to ask because I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know if I missed something, but I was like, I, I, I think I'm like everyone else in the theater. I guess I expected it to just be one loser. But the fact that they do it to yeah. everyone like you guys didn't expect that either, right? Like I'm not alone in that?
1: No, yeah, I thought it was going to be a random chair. Yeah. Something was going to happen to it. But yeah, when the hydraulics went off and sent everybody sky high, it was fucking just man, I just I lost it, man. That was uh, that was a great moment.
0: I found it I found it funny because I I in when I was watching it, I I mean, there's a there's a there's a there's a winner of this one for us and to that person it's a loser. Yeah. And it's we man. We man just gets demolished in this one. He broke so much He broke physics so much so, so much so (laughs) that when I first saw this, when we first saw this in theaters, I didn't even realize everyone else got hit by this stunt. I didn't realize everyone else's chairs (laughs) exploded. So when Johnny is stopping and starting every time they sit down, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, oh my God, Johnny's stopping and starting because he wanted it to be Wee Man who got hurt. But no, everyone gets hurt. Yeah. And I started to clue into it because the second time Wee Man stops in in the same chair. So I was like, wait a second. No, if Johnny wanted to hit Wee Man, he would have done it there like I remembered the angle it coming from but yeah. man that was that was amazing and we mean I I mean I guess yeah it's just the, his weight versus everyone else's weight but but flipping up in the air backwards, backwards in between the chairs was the funniest thing I've ever seen
1: yeah and as chris already mentioned too chris those those hydraulic pipes those steel pipes are behind each chair and he lands upside down on those pipes which is just brutal
0: it's, yeah, we uh, don't put
1: a cushion or anything.
0: That's and they make a comment on it like, uh, "Hey, maybe we should have had safety take a look at this before before we started <laughs> this." Like, no pillows laid up on the hydro- hydraulic pipes. It's just <laughs> metal, <my> just <laughs> thick metal for we men's thick head.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we said all that we could say about this one. It's pretty much over uh, fairly quickly, but I. I love the roller coaster ride that it is because you, like I said, as the viewer, are just waiting to see what is going to happen. And not only are they keeping everyone in suspense, but they keep you in suspense, too, by, you know, doing the song three times over. And I we got to mention, you said everybody was getting progressively more upset. Yes. I love Wee Man's scowl after the first. <laughs> like, he just looks like the grumpiest person in, in the room. Like, he's just got, like, the kind of scowl that a little... Kid gets in the toy store and you tell him you're not buying him that dump truck he wants or whatever. It's just like right. that. and then you throw yeah. that kid
0: against some Beautiful. pipes and it's
1: hilarious. Right. As we all do. Um so coming up next, uh well actually, you know what, let's rate this one. Let's, I think Let's this rate this one. This one's definitely worth
0: it. I'll I'll start us off with this one. I don't think I've started off yet. Um, I'm giving this one an eight out of ten. I loved the anticipation. It was simple. You get that guest element, even though I, you know, take it or leave it with Rob Deerdick. But uh no, I loved it. Eight out of ten.
2: I'm gonna go with a uh, seven and a half out of 10. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. The buildup was great. Uh, the the payout was great, but I still wanted like a little bit more. I don't know. It, it was yeah, seven, still a great score. Seven and a half out of 10.
1: Sure. Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. I'm going to go eight out of 10. Nice. On this one. Oh,
0: look, it looks like Chris is the bad marker now.
1: I'm a tough, tough character. How does it feel?
2: I'm feeling yeah. mean and angry today, so I'm gonna <laughs> fucking take it out on my marks of my students.
0: <laughs> Your students, okay. <laughs> All
1: right, guys, I feel like there's been a significant lack of Chris Pontius cameos, characters, if you will. That's always something that we love to see. And seeing Chris Pontius dressed up as Pontius the scholar, the philosopher, here, yes it was great. He tells us a story of a father and son who are in jail. And together, they decided to collect some feathers from the birds that would pass by the cell window and make some wings. And uh, also, we're not wearing underwear beneath these robes. That has (laughs) de-escalated quickly. Um, Basically, this is a big shot out of a cannon that you probably would have seen in the trailer. Uh, Knoxville is uh, about to fly a little too close to the sun. And this is short and sweet, but guys, I really love the visual of this one. And there's one thing in particular I think you'll agree with is that First of all, this cannon's huge. Like, it yes. is. This is probably the biggest cannon shot they've done. Like, it's a long, long barrel. It's pointed right up into the sky. You got everybody gathered around. But it, the thing is, when Knoxville gets shot out of this, and they've got a camera probably on a drone or something above him, and he spreads his wings. Yes. Knoxville was actually in control enough to make that shot happen which is surprising and he holds it for a good couple seconds. It's a beautiful visual. It's a 10 out of 10 for form. But like it was just <laughs> yeah. that, to oh, be yeah. able to do that in that situation.
2: All the guys are sitting like they're looking at the angle of the of the cannon like fuck this is going to be bad. You know what I mean? Like they're like this is big and he shoots out just so perfectly, so gracefully and then smash. You know what I mean? Like this is this 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 really landed visually for
0: me. This this has got to be one of the most expensive stunts that they do, too. And Jay, you mentioned, you know, it's pretty quick, like it's in and out. We we know exactly what's going to happen. It doesn't pull any punches, but there's always something like this in the jackass movies. And so much of it is used specifically for promotion. Right. Like the image of Johnny with his wings spread, uh, looking at the camera 100 feet off the the ground, whatever, maybe not that high, but however high it is. A mile, a mile off, off the, ground. the ground, a mile off the ground. Yeah, exactly. Thank
1: you. Um, that is correct. Yeah, I
0: bet you. Like they're they're getting so good at this that I bet you Jeff Tremaine and Johnny said like, "Hey Johnny, you need to get this right. You need to spread your wings. You need to stare into the camera because this is going to be on every poster that we use for Jackass Four. It has the vibe of that." And I know that going into it, I'm like, just give me a little bit of flash. Give me a little bit of pomp and circumstance. I'm good with that. Uh, and I don't think it disappoints. It's fun. Like you said at the beginning, Jay, this cannon is way bigger than people realize. When you see Johnny loading into it from the top, he is nothing compared to the size of it. So it's, uh, I, I don't know how big it would be. It's probably what, half a mile long.
1: Something yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah, probably half, half a mile. Yeah, uh, I think we were we were pushing it a little bit by saying a full mile, but I I agree with half. Yeah. Half looks good. <laughs> Maybe half a mile. Uh, yeah, I, I just always loved human cannons. Like ever
2: since we were kids, our friends, our like family friend owned the circus, so we'd go to the circus all the time, and that was always my favorite thing because I was like, one day yeah. I'm gonna see this guy miss the fucking net. Yeah, I cannot wait for that
1: fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> but it Jesus never happened, unfortunately,
0: or unfortunately. Unfortunately, for that it problem. never happened. Yeah, yeah.
1: Man, I got to say about this cannon though, guys. Uh it's something I don't think gets thought about enough is what must it be like? I know the be inside of this cannon like before launch, you know? Like I'm just thinking of all the variables here. First of all, it's got to be claustrophobic as fuck. You're in the barrel just not knowing when this thing's going to go off. And secondly, like do they like coat the inside with oil or lube or something? I don't know.
0: I've always wondered that. The, no, you know what yeah, I think what it is? It like, you
1: know? I don't think it's a
2: cannon. I think the noise is is for effect and it's no, basically of like of course a
0: spring pad,
2: but I think it's a spring.
0: Yeah. I mean it's, like it's coil definitely like they the not-
2: spring back and then they hit the they hit the button and then the spring just shoots them out.
1: He's sitting in like a harness or some sort of seat and that thing just kind of pushes him up, is what you're no, saying. No, I think or- his
2: feet are on a platform, and then when this the spring gets coiled down, they release the spring, but they also make a bang noise at the same time. So the, the floor, which would be a circular floor on the inside, shoots his feet
0: up and out. That's, that's obviously like real cannons shoot out of the, the barrel because of an explosion. Like you could, you would die if, if that happened really. But Chris, think about this. Like, where is he standing up against the, the outer, uh, cylinder? Like if the spring shoots him up, is he rubbing, is his face like rubbing against the inside of the oh, barrel dude, as he shoots yeah. up? Like, how does he avoid that? I've never, Lube. that's something I've never understood. Lube, James right with Lube. Lube, For sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah you have to otherwise you get serious burn coming out of there if you yeah. touch the sides so yeah that's just crazy it's something that you don't think about for it's more elaborate than it looks it only takes like 10 seconds but a bunch of planning had to go into this for it to work last thing i want to say about the cannon though just to take a page out of our Viva La Bam episodes it's like it's 2003 and exhibit designed this cannon <laughs> flames up the side and shit that's a uh, flashy cannon I love that. They
0: needed that too. They needed it to look flashy and big. Like I said, this is for promotional purposes only almost, but, uh, that said, I did really like it. And I think because they knew what they were doing, they were not trying to get super elaborate. They're not trying to, to, uh, You know they're not changing the game and 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 putting the cannon like on the ground and just skidding him like they're not changing it up on you when it goes. And I knew that, and they set it up and they give you what you want because of that. I'm giving it a 7.5 out of 10. Like it's a pretty high score, but I think that that's kind of warranted. It's not doing anything different, but it's also not trying to.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I probably go right uh, up to a seven out of 10 on this one for the same reasons that I like that. If he hadn't got the the full spread correct if like he had fucked that up or it was like just not if it didn't have that visual element i probably would have rated lower but when i saw that i was thinking man that's that's some beautiful shit right there it kind of felt like the swan song of of no- knoxville as if like we're sending him off you know this movie's kind of oh, it's a little bittersweet and yeah. you, you know you see him shooting out of the cannon who knows if we'll ever get another one of these so i liked it Chris, what about what? you well you know just like the story of icarus i think they
2: tried to fly okay. to a perfect 10 but his She's wings doing. burned out around a seven. I'm going She's with a done. seven out of ten. Very nice. Oh, my yeah, thank you. I'm a poet. And I didn't even know it. I said a rhyme
1: every time. Oh god. Yeah, he was about three miles short of uh, <laughs> of in there. Yeah, on that one. exactly. That's, that's got to be it. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Uh, Listen, guys, that was a lot of fun. But from the boom of a cannon to a little bit of shut the fuck up, if you will, this is the quiet game. We've got, well, we are
0: skipping, you're skipping past, uh, the interstitial. We got the Wiley e. Coyote style interstitial with Eric, Eric Banaka uh, uh, biking straight into the, uh, oh, the fuck, painted right. canvas.
1: Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, do, uh, run us through that. I, I guess you kind of just did, but it's, it's it, pretty run, run through
0: it again. Yeah, pretty straightforward. Eric Minaka on a bike. He's biking into what looks like a you know a, a sidewalk that's going towards a ramp. But it turns out it's not that. That's a a, a photograph which has been spread out a la Wiley Coyote trying to catch the Roadrunner. Runner. Uh, and whereas the Roadrunner would have been able to just pass right through the painting somehow, uh, Eric Minaka just bikes straight into the canvas. You know, knowing that this is what's happening, I can see it coming. But the first time I saw it, I didn't expect it. I just thought he was going down. It's like in that that quick like stop that he has by hitting it is very jarring when you don't expect it.
2: I wish they didn't put this in the trailer because yes, I like you said, I I didn't know that was a canvas. I had no idea. And you know what, Eric Monaco, like I'm not trying to like diss the guy or nothing, but. He didn't really show up in this movie, like yes. to be someone that is kind of is, is billed as one of the new members, unless there's a lot more stuff on 4.5 that we haven't seen yet. Right. This was his best moment as far as I'm concerned. And he committed fully to that. And to be honest, I think that would be one of the hardest things to fully commit to. Cause you know, like it just, you don't know where your body's going to go, where your face is going to hit. You just have to just suck it up and just go right into this fucking thing. And there's a lot of fucking balls for that. So I have a feeling we're going to get to see a little bit more out of him in the 4.5.
0: I, I agree. There there has to be more of that. And and I did, I said that earlier that I think Eric of, of all of the new members kind of pulls away from the stunts most in this, but this one, no, he fully commits to, and, and it's great. And you can tell he gets major respect from the, uh, from, from the the old dogs who are there. I think it's like Dave Englin, Chris Pontius, and Johnny Knoxville uh, kind of patting him on the back afterwards. So so good on him. I, I think he's got a lot of promise there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think the only thing with this sketch is that I felt it was irresponsible. Wouldn't you guys agree it was a little irresponsible? I mean... <laughs> was it irresponsible? Well, th- think about it for a second. I mean, like, it was realistic. I mean, I I thought, wow, that actually looks convincing before he went, you know, and face first into the into the board but i mean i feel like they wasted a lot of paper on this printing this thing out like how many trees had to die to print this That's screen I, I think they could have been more ethical in their in their setup here but maybe getting john favreau on the phone and saying hey uh can we borrow some of your mandalorian unreal <laughs> five screens <laughs> yeah and just put a backdrop I mean, up there or something Jay, you know why the all what
2: how tall does the sycamore grow if you cut it down you will never know
1: What the Um, fuck are you talking about? You ever seen Pocahontas? (laughs) Color of the wind? Yeah, but... all right, moving on. Um, (laughs) This next sketch... Chris,
0: you just out-Jade Jay.
1: Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Well, he was talking about how many trees get cut down,
2: and I thought about the color of the wind.
0: Yeah, it's well done.
1: Yeah, thank you. This next sketch... (laughs) (laughs) So what did you guys think?
0: What happened there? Did we lose you for a second?
1: No. What are you talking about? Or did you I just said take a break? Me- no. This next sketch, Mikey. Hmm.
0: Oh, it's the quiet game. I get it. Well done.
2: I never would have clued into that. I'm stupid. You know, it's okay. So, so, here's here's it's a little like bit of a. Never seen a mime before.
0: I would, I would, I would have picked up on that. The listener doesn't realize this, but we had so many technical difficulties before starting this episode <laughs> that I was like, "Of course, Jay's mic just cut out yeah. on our last stunt of the of the day."
1: Yeah. Yeah, I probably shouldn't be fucking around on today of all days. That's for sure. But I, Yes,
0: but I will say I fucking loved this one. I think it should have been longer. I think they should have done more. The concept is great. The only thing about this is there's a guy who's been doing this on I think TikTok or vine for years and they flat out just take the idea from him like someone in the writer's room knew that this was going on uh, the guy yeah. would like and he even dresses up as a mime. He dresses up as a mime and like jumps on Lego or like takes a razor scooter to the shin like all this stuff and it's it's i was almost uncomfortable watching this because i just pictured this guy watching them do this and being like what the fuck like this was my idea
2: well you know what man how many fucking jackass things got ripped off by other people down the line you know every once in a while it's fine you know look recycle it do it better like fuck it they earn that respect because they started the game literally yeah i
0: mean even the concept of filming yourself getting hurt he owes that to them anyway so they're uh the daddy's gonna take what you owe
2: I would take that as a nod. You know what I mean? If you if, if your sensei starts taking your moves, then, you know, you, you're, you you've really grown into yourself. So take it as yeah. a compliment. Don't take it as a theft.
0: Here, here's a question I have for you guys though. Here's, here's a question I have. Cause we've got, we've got three people lined up. We got Rachel Wolfson, new member. We got poopies, new member. And we've got Steve-O. There was a part of me that's like, all oh, these new kids don't have a fucking clue. What's about to hit them. He's going to dominate this one. And I was like, it's though it was a sports team I was cheering for. I was cheering for Steve O to <laughs> win this one, and like yeah. Rachel Wolfson goes, she's badass. She has to lick a taser. She licks the taser, no noise. Poopies has to get bit by a snake <laughs> on the fucking face. Gets bit oh, yeah. a couple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah no noise. And then Steve O has he takes the skateboard to the shins in the in the skateboard guillotine, and he immediately cracks. And I was like, no, Steve O,
2: <laughs> it, it, it hurt. It hurt a little inside, me, you know. know? And, and I'm not downplaying a skateboard to the shins. That's fucking brutal. Yes. But I oh, think yeah, as you were saying, Mikey, Steve become more of a showman. Yes. And even though he knew it's just his instinct, it's like, you know, when you become the character, it's like your instinct takes over. And like, he, he didn't, I don't think he screamed as much out of pain as he did out of like dramatizing it and instantaneously caught himself like, Oh fuck.
1: Yes. I, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he, does. he does catch himself real quick. And it's, More than anything, I laughed at that more than the pain, just the way he reacted to, oh shit, I'm screaming. And then he just like, he recognized that and cuts off. You can see his thought process. I agree. It
0: almost wasn't out of necessity. It was out of habit. And then he realized that he made the mistake of uh, he shouldn't have been selling it. I agree.
1: Um, I love the hijinks on set two when oh, they yeah. do the taser after Rachel's done licking the taser, Knoxville grabs it and starts chasing after Jeff Tremaine <laughs> and he's just screaming, I'm saving you, Jeff. I'm saving you. And he's just trying to shock him. And then we get the reveal after he he leaves him alone. Jeff's rolling around on the floor and he says, I had a taser in my pocket. I just couldn't get it.
0: <laughs> well, because to be fair, oh, when you're good. getting chased with a taser, you're not thinking, I've got something to defend myself. It's get me the fuck away from this thing immediately. <laughs> like yeah. I've got okay. I've got I've got something I want to bring up. And you guys aren't gonna like this because I I I I always bring up weird shit like this. I don't know if it means anything, but I noticed this watching Rachel Wolfson's part, which she licks a fucking taser. That's badass. Good honor. And that scene, mm. that image of her licking the taser set her career on fire, right? Like uh, deservedly so it was a poster for jackass, this and that. Did you notice that the taser she licks is not the same as the taser that's on the post? when the stunt is finished. Uh,
1: no, are you sure about that? I didn't catch that. I'm yeah. dead
0: serious. The one she licks is sure. flat. It's flat and it has the, the little thing kind of shooting up. But then they go, uh, once she's walking away, Johnny's standing next to the taser and it's got like a pointed up, it's like a different looking taser. It's got like two pointy things and a little hoop in it. And I don't know, maybe it was just someone else doing it. Maybe she had to do it again for another shot, but I'm always thrown off when they cut and something's different. I don't think they set anything up. I don't think there was a mistake if anything, it was probably just for, for, uh, the way they could film it, but I don't know. I don't know. It was it, that could kind it of made me be
2: like it. when he took the taser and was chasing Jeff, they like accidentally switched the one that Jeff had
1: could have, but yeah, it could be something like that. Yeah. Mikey, you know, if, if you put on a green striped shirt and I squint a little, you might kind of look like the guy from blues clues, you know? <laughs> no, he, he's blippy blippy. The new cow guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Google, new, don't call Google me the child living. guy i don't like being called the child guy ever <laughs> but you are i am I'm, I'm like really skirting at having a mustache if you call me the child guy that's really not going to go well for me
2: well you kind of bring it on yourself do i yeah <laughs> you're <laughs> hanging out <laughs> at schools fucking wearing a mustache
0: okay so a guy with a mustache can't hang around a school anymore where do you think ice cream trucks go first daddy wants an ice cream Find me yeah, at well. the school, did You just baby? call yourself
2: daddy when you're hanging out at the school.
0: Daddy wants an ice cream, so daddy's going to school, baby.
1: Hell, all kids need a role model, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, who's who would you say is your role model in this sketch out of the three? Who who would you like the most? Who did the best at this?
0: Honestly, Rachel. Rachel was the MVP of this one for me, for sure.
2: Chris. For me, for me, it was poopies just because I'm terrified of snakes. And I could tell he doesn't really like them either. And to put, to go like face to face with it, he got bit and they're like, oh no, you got to do it again. I've yes. been like, Are yeah, you fucking keep, like, I'm already bleeding. Like in the yeah. second one, he's already bleeding. So it's not like it was a bad hit and they make <laughs> him do it again. Like fucking I, 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 he, yeah. Rachel was amazing in it too, but just because of the snake
1: thing, I got to give it to poopies. What about you, Jay? no clearly it's not steve but um yeah <laughs> i have a hard time because i want to give it to rachel just because like she was the first one up and like nailed it it was like a perfect run like 100 a plus but i kind of i agree with chris that the snake bites looked a, looked a little more brutal and the fact that he had to do it twice and didn't crack up i would yes. lean more towards him but they were both fucking stellar performances and when he's going
2: up there his lips are like
1: quivering he's like. <laughs> You yeah. could tell how
2: scared he was
0: and the fact that they have to tell him to like move around to like get it to bite and he, so he's like he's conflicted because he has to lean into it but obviously he wants to lean away from it and then they're like no incite it to bite you he's like but i don't want it to bite me how could you mean incite yeah. it to bite me and, and we're forgetting the
2: best line about it too where they're asking the snake expert like is it poisonous and he goes Meh. yeah like what the
0: fuck does that mean? <laughs> like oh,
2: i want an answer right now
0: Um, there's also, there's another thing Poopies does, which is, which is hilarious to me after he's bit uh, which is like your face is probably stinging, obviously. But that's when Johnny takes the taser and, and tries to tase Poopies in the face with it. He goes straight for the face and Poopies matrixes his way away from it and finds a way to like, like skirt him. He's like rolling under cameras and running away and he doesn't take it. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty good. But he's the one trying thing to I find will some antidote. Yeah, he's looking for the antidote. Uh, the one thing I will say about Rachel, though, you know, Poopies has to be told to go back for another shot. Like to get bit again. Rachel licks the taser and then immediately goes back for another one to like just give them more footage, which I found pretty badass.
1: Yeah, no, she's a gangster for sure. I want to give a little bit of spotlight before we rate to the skateboard guillotine. Not, not uh, Stevo's performance. But the actual contraption, I was just thinking, wouldn't it be fucking cool if they had a bunch of those in a line and they just did a wide shot of like those going off in sequence to like six or seven different people?
0: That would be amazing. Yeah, I would take that. It's a great looking contraption. Yeah.
1: That all came from my thought of just... I feel like the guillotine was underutilized. I wish they would have did more with it because it's such a cool concept and Steve-O kind of botched it and then we never saw it again. Yeah. So in the future, in the TV show, if there's a way to make use of that, please do. I think that's such a cool fucking device. Um, but yeah, boys, we should probably give it a quick rating. Um, Mikey, where are you at with this one?
0: You know what? I love the concept of this one, even though I think it could have gone longer. uh, I think the way that that balances out is the kind of onset antics with Johnny chasing chasing people with a taser, Jeff Tremaine getting involved, this and that. And as much as I hated to see it when I first saw it, the fact that Steve-O loses to the new crowd, I think that's good Mm. because eventually the new crowd are going to take over. I'm giving this one a nine out of 10. I really enjoyed it.
1: Right on. Chris?
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm going with a nine out of 10 as well. Like I, I don't, the only critique I had is that I wish there was more of it. So that's yes. always a good sign. You know what I mean? Like if you want more, there's a good it was a good yeah. sketch.
1: Yeah. This was definitely a lot of fun. Um, I won't, probably won't go as high as nine. Um, but I had a good time with it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drop too low on this one, <laughs> but I do gotta be the, I, I do gotta be Mr. Poopy pants on this one. And just give it a, I did. I liked it more than the Canon, but not more than musical chairs. So, seven and a half out of 10 for me on this one. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's fair. I think we're going to hit one more before we put a plug in it um, for part three. So, let's do this. The final sketch of this episode will be Zackass and the Kite. Uh, right out of the gate, you don't need a hi, I'm Zackass and welcome to the Kite when you have Chris Pontius singing some killer theme music here. This is the Zackass theme song. I wrote down some of the lyrics. Zackass. He's a real wild, crazy guy. Zack He's a gnarly superstar. <laughs> Zack I just love that. He's just riffing and just coming up with this shit <laughs> off the top of his head and everybody's just fucking losing it. Uh, good to see Pontius having some fun on set. Um, yeah. Rainbow cactus kite is strapped to cactus kite. Uh, rainbow kite is strapped to the back of his, uh, his back here. And they're basically just going to have him run as fast as he can down a hill over a ramp and see if he can clear the cactus. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I don't think I need to say much more. You can kind of picture what happens next. You I you know what
0: this great. for for one, as badass as, as it is, and we've talked about it on the show before. Uh uh Zachass's interactions with cacti that he's had in the past, where he goes into the cactus patch and he gets like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of needles in him and some have to get surgically removed. He did it with Steve-O, and that's when he got the name Zachass. Uh, the fact that he goes back to cactuses, man, good on him. Like that's the kind of thing where I'd be traumatized and not want to do it again, but he leans right back into it. Um, I'm just so surprised that there wasn't more of a buildup in this one, given how significant it was. Like he's, Mm -hmm. he's falling flat on a patch of cacti. Uh, and it just kind of happens, you know, they're not apart from the song. They don't really do anything. And that means that it only ends up being like a minute long sketch, but I enjoyed it. I, you know, good to see him go, uh, uh, I I it just makes me wonder if if maybe it wasn't as hardcore as as the natural cactus that you you have in, in the wild. Maybe they got something a little bit less significant because he seemed to be dealing with this yeah. way better. But but I
1: don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I mean for me it's 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 they this is the movie. This is when you got to go as big as you can go. They wasted yeah. the better version of the sketch on on a no offense, but on a Steve O vlog, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. On, on YouTube. So after seeing the first one. It would either have to be bigger or just don't do it, you know what that's, I mean? Because we've already seen a better yeah. version of it, and, and it's it like is- you know, they could tell everything was planned better. Like the first time, it's like, how the hell are we gonna get him out? You know, like every time he moves, he's getting stabbed more. This one, I think number one were different type of cactuses or cacti that were like less aggressive. Uh, the patch was smaller, they had a better exit strategy, so it's like I, I, I'm not taking away from it, I wouldn't want to do it, especially after doing it the first time, but you could tell it's it it was like the the other one was a 10 out of 10 this was a two out of 10 in terms of like danger and pain and all that stuff so it's like just either go bigger or or just or just use the old footage instead you know what i mean like i just don't understand why they would just do a a shittier version for the movie
1: honestly so right chris you're so right and and first of all guys okay which universities did you two go to and get the certificate in cactus species or (laughs) whatever the fuck?
0: (laughs) university of (laughs) arizona that's that's uh it's it's a required course yeah or university Uh, of phoenix we did it online
1: the uh (laughs) yeah the um the sketch though when when they do the the steve-o blog that we've referenced before on the podcast where he he actually skateboarded off a ramp into the cactus you're so right though chris because like they have that rope attached to him and they're trying to pull him out and the whole time you're on edge like they totally should have used that. I, I don't see why they didn't. And, um, you know, cactus species aside, I think that, you know, just the, this was over before it started and you don't really get to see the aftermath. So yeah, it doesn't hit as hard. Um,
0: the, the, the funniest moment to belt this one, uh, because it's, it's clearly not about the pain. Like I, the, the, the one other thing worth noting is like when they did the one on Steve-O's vlog, uh, they found an actual, patch of cactuses cacti fucking i'm now i don't even want to say the word i'm going to avoid it um, a cacti. but in this they clearly just took a bunch of them a bunch of those plants and they put them in a mound of like hay and dirt so they're not attached to the ground they're not they don't have any like leverage against him falling yeah. into them still hurts like don't get yeah. me wrong but just not much there but the funniest part about it was when he uh when zach uh rolls out of the patch and continues to roll down the hill he can't stop himself and even though he's moving Ooh. so slow he's such a big guy that he's like knocking people over as he goes in slow motion it was great
1: yeah yeah yeah. is just carrying them through yes um so yeah i definitely didn't notice any of this shit about the cactuses not being planted but man you guys uh you're quite picky with your with your cactus variety <laughs> but i'll say that here's the real question if you had to do this you know, GMO cactus or not, would you even do it in the first place? Oh, no, not a fucking chance. Not a chance. Yeah. No, no way. I, have a I have a cactus plant and
2: when I was taking it out of the bag, it stabbed me and I like couldn't get the needle out for like three days and it was absolutely <laughs>
1: horrendous. Oh, uh, no, thank you. Yeah, man. And uh I if anything, I think it's good to see Zach ass getting some screen time though, because he is a badass. And I, I really hope that if they're doing a TV show now, that he gets more of a spotlight because it seems to me like he's taking more of the mantle of the Stevo type of stunts that are very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the gimmick. Uh, he he does it in his own way. I'm not saying he's, you know, trying to copy or, or, or freeload off of steve but it is, I, I want to see more of that. Like Jackass yep. needs that component and he's definitely the guy who's going to bring it. So
0: totally, totally. You guys want to yeah. give this one a rating?
1: Let's do it. Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, Chris, why don't you start us off?
1: Two out of 10.
0: Hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm right the there one. with you, man. I'm, I'm a two out of 10 as well. I wanted more, didn't get it. And, uh, uh a little bit disappointed.
2: The, the, the other one would have been a full blown nine and a half out of 10. If it was the original version.
1: Right. Right. Ah, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate it. I think it's better than some things I've seen that I've given a two, two in the past. So I, I can't quite go that low, but I'm with you guys that it. It unfortunately, um, could have been handled better, more buildup, maybe more, you know aftermath or just something? I don't know. It's badass to see a guy jump into some cactus, but uh, probably just gonna go three and a half. Three and that's a half, probably as high as I can go. I don't hate it, but it's just yeah. I think you guys are you're onto something there. It just wasn't handled properly. Yep.
2: It's, if if I never saw the other one, it would have been a much higher score. But you can't you can't give me the top and then pull back, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I'm hundred percent there with you, Chris. Like that's the thing, right? Just knowing that exists, it's yeah, kind of hard to. Yeah, make that comparison. Um, But yeah, that pretty much takes us to the end of part two here. We're just going to put a bit of a damper in it now. We'll leave what's to come as a surprise for next episode next week. But you better believe we're gonna finish this thing and uh it's gonna be coming out every week until we do so however, however many parts we need to do to make that happen we'll we'll find out along the way but uh thank you for joining us remember well wait you we got,
0: you're, you're missing our uh, our mvps and lvps are our, our favorite part of the whole goddamn recording i
1: always fucking forget this sorry <laughs> about that's that, that's, that's part of
0: uh, that's part of it um i'm gonna start off mvp of this episode i think it's got to be rachel wolfson uh because this is her crowning moment in the movie and I think that she, I know she has the scorpion thing later on, but this is her moment. It was one of the most shared screens from the movie and she handled it like a champ. I'm giving Rachel Wolfson the MVP of this episode. Nice. Uh,
2: I'm going to go with Poopies again. I believe I used Poopies last week. Um, yeah, as much as you say, like uh, I do love that. And that was an iconic thing. Poopies also was one of the posters from this exact same yep. stunt. True. with the with the snake and then aside from that I think this was the only part that Rachel was involved in or at least Poopy's had the intro and he was doing the slip and slide as well so I got to give him the credit cuz he was in a little bit more as well but uh it was definitely a fight between the two of them
1: okay yeah this is tough cuz like we saw I don't know we saw a lot of good stuff and in terms of like um just in terms of like, uh, what am I trying to say? I don't even know. I'm, by the way, listener, if you can't tell, I'm pretty fucking sick right now. So like, I'm at a point <laughs> like Jay now. Jay has where-
0: COVID right now. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should have said that at the top. Jay has COVID right now.
2: <laughs> I can't the think straight. of this fellow, you know?
0: Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and I'm about to record a podcast with full-blown COVID.
2: Now, I did it with like full-blown face aids the other day. So mm-hmm. give
1: me some credit yeah, too. You know, True. I had to show up. Chris fucking did it. You know, he no. did run off. <laughs> To, with the tail between his legs to a jungle for a bit but i'll let that pass because i heard he fucking he fought a tiger tied that guy down and gave him a real nice yes he did uh, uh you ever heard of tiger tail ice cream yeah there you go nice Wait, I actually tiger tail ice cream that's where the name comes from is it i'm never <laughs> having that ever again Blitz up that tail uh, and just give it a little like you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's disgusting i can't even believe i said that Sorry. so you are the expert of the brown box after all so it's no, true um listen guys i think for me on this one i'm gonna go with Wee man because of that musical chairs nice. i just seen him fly and take it like a real trooper you know he landed on the hydraulics he comes out he's still smiling and laughing about it and i don't think he gets enough credit you know so i'm giving it to Wee man this time Nice. Uh, LVPs.
0: I've got one. I'm going off the board with this one. It's a combination of the prop supervisor and the safety technician on set uh, <laughs> for fucking up with the taser and for not covering up those big metal pipes in between the chairs on musical chairs. Someone's got to lose their job over this.
2: Yeah. Otherwise, Alec Baldwin might be in the next show. This is an easy one for me um, just because it hurt me so much deep inside to see the legend the OG Steve O lose the fucking game. I need him to fucking, you know, hold the torch for the old guys. I'm getting a little older now, so I'm never rooting for the young guys anymore. Yeah. And he lost the fucking game fair and square. And that 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 kind of hurt a little bit. It's, you know, we're getting older these days. And it kind of I I internalized that in a weird I way. I know.
0: If it if it worked for the for the uh the the bikini, I think I may have, have given him that as well, but that kind of balanced it out a bit.
1: Yeah, bikini definitely gave him some points. Uh, LVP. This one, I don't even think technically qualifies because I'm not sure the person I'm about to select is even human. But it's Rob Deerdeck all the way. <laughs> War dogs. War dogs. Your talent. War dogs. War dogs. New yeah. talent. The thing is, like, it's kind of an ironic LVP because he really got me laughing, but... <laughs> I just can't take that man seriously, and I hope that's how he is to everybody. Like he's just at the grocery store in the checkout, <laughs> he labeling or- labeling <laughs>
0: everyone in the grocery store. Just like you're a war dog, yeah. you're a new paper
1: plastic. Drop. Yeah. paper paper bags. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's nuts. Uh, yeah, I think that takes us to the end. Am I okay to do the the real outro now, Mikey? Take us away. Take, us away. take us take away. Off? Fuck yeah! At jackass pod on instagram and twitter don't miss out get on there get in on the fun give us a little bit of your tiger tail ice cream of your own you know share the love uh yeah um please don't show us your butthole i was (laughs) trying to sound clever and i I don't want to see your butthole Um, speak for yourself i'm pretty sure most of instagram doesn't either okay well chris is on board but you know where to reach him Um, he'll be uh, he'll be uh, after hours at the rub and tug um, giving (laughs) up doing the reverse body slide Ross Mm -hmm. reverse body slide Uh, I had a great time today boys I can't wait for next week to do it again where we will continue with jackass forever part number three I'm about to collapse on the table so I think it's only fitting and appropriate that I now say goodbye and bid you farewell okay bye I'm Jason Welwood I am Chris Aaronworth.
0: Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth, and this has been Jackassed.
1: Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it.